Today in Canadian history for March the 31st, I'm Joe Barima. On this day back in 1972, the sun came up, the birds started to sing, and many members of the Canadian Navy cursed the morning. It's likely that more than a few woke up with a headache and a bit of a hangover. You see, yesterday was the final day of the tradition of rationing rum to sailors back in 1972. It was part of a tradition of daily rations of rum, known as a tot, that went back centuries. Well, if it involves the sea, and after this episode, if it involves rum, we here at Today in Canadian History turn to Richard McMichael. He is the coordinator of visitor services and interpretive programming at the Maritime Museum of the Atlantic in Halifax. I reached him there. I know, sad day. For, for a lot of people, uh, March 30th, 1972 signals the end for the, the Canadian Navy as, as they knew it, because that was the day that the last tot of rum was issued. And rum itself has, has been synonymous with seafaring, I guess since day one. It's basically um, distilled, fermented sugarcane and sugarcane byproducts, as they tend to say on advertising labels, such as molasses and that sort of type of thing. And it's always been associated with pirates and the Navy because... Most of the areas in the world where rum is distilled are around the West Indies and the Caribbean. And um, there's always been, of course, a great piracy trade in the West Indies, and so the rum was plentiful there. Uh, and, of course, the Royal Navy stocked up on rum by the barrelful during its height. There was a little ceremony. The guys would gather on the deck, and they had the, uh, they had the rum in a, in, a, in a... The rum would be drawn off from the main hogshead or the main barrel that it was being stored in into a smaller uh, wooden container, which of course was was kept pretty clean because the last thing you want to be drinking is, you know, drinking really good stuff out of a nasty barrel. And so uh, the, the crew would line up and the jigger, which is the little measuring thing, uh, would be sort of dipped in for each sailor and the sailor would be given his rum ration. And uh, so they'd, they'd line up on deck and they'd do this. And this is to say if they'd done a particularly good job and had the double ration when they spliced the main brace, then it was a great so- source of uh, cheering and rejoicing on board ships. that they always associate with the start of the rum ration with the Royal Navy is 1655, and that's when Britain captures Jamaica, uh, which already had a, a pretty strong rum processing plant going on there at that time. And up until that time, to, to keep the crew um, steady and upbeat and, uh, and that sort of type of thing, the Royal Navy uh, gave a daily ration to their seamen of French brandy. And of course, not wanting to have anything to do with the French, um, they quickly slipped over to rum. And um, that was sort of going on from about 1655. You'd get your neat glass of rum uh, as a daily ration. The rum ration in the Royal Navy was considered uh, or, or continued along with the daily tot, and that wasn't abolished until July 31st, 1970. So the Canadian Navy actually kept the tradition going uh, for a couple of years after that, and the last of the sort of the Britannic navies to continue on with the rum ration was, God bless them, the New Zealanders, uh, and they were still doing the rum ration a few years after the Canadian Navy. But there are still traditions and and wonderful sort of ways of getting around the sort of the the abolishment of the rum ration. For example, you can still get a special occasion where the queen can order uh, the the crew to splice the main brace. 
and splicing the main brace in the old days went a double rum ration uh, because the guys had done something fantastic like sinking another French warship. And so for things today like royal marriages, birthdays, or special anniversaries, the Queen herself can order the, the men of the Royal Navy to splice the main brace, which means uh, back comes the rum ration for that day. Uh, and uh, that, that continued in the Canadian Navy as well. Uh, there's still little uh, traditions like that for the rum ration to keep on going. Now, I'm not sure what your, your local, whether you use uh, Captain Morgan's or Appleton Estates or whatever your favorite type of rum is, but the, the Navy rum, which is Pusser's, Pusser's Navy rum, 150 proof. That is serious business, so your one little tot a day would more than likely help you. And this, of course, is unfortunately ultimately why the, the rum ration was done away with, because um, it doesn't matter whether you're in the Navy, the government, whatever outfit you're working for, there's going to be some people who are going to um, like to try to make a buck off their co-workers. And if you had a teetotaler who was smart, he'd save up his month's worth of rum rations in a flask or something like that, and then um, at a, uh, an appropriate moment, sell it to one of his um, co-workers or shipmates who had a little bit of a problem uh, with the sauce. And so what this would lead to is a lot of people missing shifts or uh, being on the sick lift because they were you know, drunk out of their mind on a month's worth of, of 150 proof rum. And so in order to keep that problem with incipient alcoholism under control, uh, starting around the 1970 period, and then of course with the Canadian Navy at the end of March of 72, the rum ration is done away with to try to keep that sort of problem under control. Today is a day full of Canadian history. On this day back in 1958, the federal progressive conservatives won a considerable majority with 208 seats. Hockey player Gordie Howe was born on this day back in 1928. And the University of McGill College received its charter on this day back in 1821. And as always on this day, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW at 90.9 FM in Calgary. The executive producers are Joe Barima and Mark Affeld. Original music is provided by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. This series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series, or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cgsw.com slash History. And today we leave you with a bit of rum folklore, courtesy of Richard McMichael. My favorite story of all time concerning rum has to do with the legendary British Admiral Horatio Nelson. Now, as you know, Nelson was killed by a French sniper at the Battle of Trafalgar, and uh, in order to uh, preserve the body, to take it back to England for proper burial, they put his body in a rum cask. So they had, oh, they had a big, they had a big rum barrel, and they they pickled Nelson's body in the rum. Uh, when they got back to England, they opened up the cask, and all they found was Nelson's body. The cask was empty, and what they discovered is that the crew, as a tribute to Nelson, had drilled a hole in the bottom of the barrel and put in a stopper. And from time to time, they were siphoning off rum um, that was preserving the admiral's uh, admiral's body. And so uh, there's a term for, for rum. Rum is one of those few drinks that really has a lot of nicknames. And so Nelson's blood is one of the nicknames for rum because of the, the rum that was being drawn off out of that barrel that Nelson's body was being stored in while they took it back. Mm-hmm.